Oh, man, I hate Mondays. Nah, man, it's Tuesday. Wait, 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 what day is it? You know what day it is. Tuesday. Bruise Day Tuesday. Oh, f*** yeah! Grab a cold one. It's Bruise Day Tuesday. Brought to you by the Cellar and Six Pack Store. Here's Drez and Big Nate. Mine's going to take <laughs> a little a extra. Yeah, it's got some extra protection on here. I got to get this off. It is Bruise Day Tuesday, brought to you by the Cellar Restaurant and Six Pack Store in downtown Blacksburg. My name is Drez, and I'm back from across the seas. There was a little tab thing that was supposed to make this a little easier. It did not. There, there. there you go. Well, now I got that part off. Now I got to get the bottle cap off. Thankfully, as part of uh, something I got on the trip that's pretty awesome, check this out. My sweet new belt. Black leather. And you think that's uh, for a airplane belt buckle? Well, you'd be right. But that is a bottle cap opener on the on there. the clip, though. So let's give this a shot. This is my first time. That is that is better than Batman's utility belt. Where do you Wham. put your shark repellent? Wham, bam, check that out. Sweet new belt I got. That's yeah. a cool belt. When I was in Berlin, uh, it was an early uh, early birthday present from my BB, so thank you for that. I like so, that. So, yeah, that was... That honestly was pretty much, the, that was probably the cool, best souvenir I got. I guess, is that a souvenir when it's just something actually practical and awesome? Yes. All right, well, then I, And I think all souvenirs should be practical and awesome. Yeah, not all of them are. I, like, I got a couple other souvenirs uh, that aren't so much so, and I'll we might show those like, off. Do you know how around. many brew-through t-shirts I have that I never wear? A lot. Yeah. The in-laws always like, come on, you got to get something from brew-through, and I never wear the shirts. And I feel guilty about it, but not that guilty. Uh, I mean, they pressure you. It's like it's like a whole family thing. Everyone has brew through shirts. I don't have a single one. I've actually never been to my a favorite part about brew through is going to like the one that's actually a store and then drinking while you shop. So they're all looking for their t-shirts, and then I'm just standing there in the corner drinking a beer. Well, that's a good way to do it. No brew throughs over in Europe uh, that I went to. So I I went to Berlin first, and then went to Prague. So we'll uh, we'll get to Prague beer later. But first. A couple Berlin breweries that I went to. I just popped from Lim- Limke. I, I don't know. First things first. I didn't learn any. You have to shout it. I'm pretty sure. It's Limke. German. Uh, Limke. Berlin. Uh, Berlin. I don't know. Whatever. Either way, this is their Dolio, which is an imperial stout. French oak barrel aged, coming in at 12%. This beer should be pretty damn good. We did go to this brewery. In fact, we were trying to go to this brewery, couldn't couldn't find it, tried to go to another brewery, it was closed, so then we were just like wandering, and I saw once, I was like, well, there was a place, that definitely looks open, we went back to it, it turned out that that was actually the brewery, not the place <laughs> that we thought was the brewery that was closed, so it actually worked out, but like a lot of breweries and beer in Berlin, it's not exactly my style, a lot of loggers over there. Dark lagers in particular, you start to just accept it, and that's just what's yeah, it's normal. Just a fact of life there. Also, a lot of, as you would imagine, Berliner wise, also not really my style. BB enjoyed a few of those. But this beer, this whole line of like age stuff, whatever, it was in bottles and on untapped had much better ratings. This is like a four something on untapped. Everything else I was drinking was like three and a half. 
So I was excited to bring this back and try it. So we'll see how this one goes. Over there, that brewery, however, is a different story. I'm, I'm going to, I'm really good at German, guys. First, Lyachek is my guess. And if I were to guess on the translation, probably first watch. But again, I'm just guessing. Your guess is as good as mine. <laughs> it's a uh, gold imperial. And you know what? It's, it's unfair because they're all like by nature bilingual, but we don't bother to learn the language. No. It's a gold. Im- or it's called gold. It's an imperial stat with coffee and coconut. And something that I noticed like right off the bat that I'm a big fan of that you don't get here in the States is an ingredients list. I've cracked your code. If I like this, I can make this at home. Doesn't tell you the quantities, but a little trial and error, I can figure that all out. It's a 10% ABV and vegan friendly. Well, that's good to know. At least you could read certain things on the bottle. Yeah, I, I don't know. Usually, you know, we like to read the little spiel on the bottles, but that would be an embarrassment to me and the German language uh, for what's on this one. However, you're right. It does have certain little, I mean, no, I don't even know what these words mean. I guess this must be like IBUs, 70. I think this is perhaps the, it says 29P, but that, I don't, so I don't, I don't know what, the, I don't know what these means. This also has the uh, canned on date and best before date, which is cool. This has a date. I'm assuming it was canned. I know, but I, I don't know. Cause they also, you got to remember they do the numbers differently. I was going to say, but this is written American style. This was a collab with Weldworks Brewing. And, Interesting. Uh, Five Elephant Coffee Roastery. So so I went to a number of breweries in Berlin, as well as beer bars and whatnot. And I went to BrewDog. There was a, there was a BrewDog location there. And they had bottles to go. And it wasn't all their stuff. You know, BrewDogs will have some guest taps or whatever. I was looking at all their bottles to go. And they had a beer from that brewery that was like a 4.2. Mm. Standout, obviously the best of all the beer. But they... Or they had it on their, they were untapped verified venue. So they had it as if they were there, but I didn't actually see the can. I asked about it. They're like, no, we're out of that. Then we go from there to a McKellar. I guess it was like a tap house kind of a thing. And these guys, you know, they had a Berlin location. You know, it's their base. I think they're, what was it? They're another European country. They're based out of, I don't know. Is it Denmark? Yes. I think it's Denmark. I think something like that. That sounds right. But either way, they had a couple beers from that brewery that were amazing. And I'm, you know, I've been used to the typical German beers, breweries, all the beers on tap everywhere. It's it's the lagers, it's it's, you know. But those were like they had IPAs that were like the IPAs I'm used to having. So I'm like, and I heard from multiple people. The guy told me he's like, that's the beer you're looking for. That's the brewery. He's like, if it's a little bit of a trek from, you know, city center or whatever, but if you can make it, do it. So the next day I did it. Me and me and Hank, uh, my father-in-law, left the ladies to go shopping. We went on a little road trip, uh, taking the, uh, I don't even know what they call it, their version of the public, public transit. Trans- yeah, the, the tube or whatever. And first, well, actually, first we went to... Something on Atlas Obscura. You know about Atlas Obscura, yeah. right? If you're going somewhere you've never been, look up on Atlas Obscura to see what cool, weird so stuff cool might be stuff. worth doing. So we went to a old tram station that after the war got, con- you know, and basically all the tram lines were destroyed and stuff. Yeah. So they had this huge building where they used to store the trams that was pointless. So it got turned into a classic and just 
supercar storage place to have them worked on and just you can store your car and yeah it's free to just go in there and look at all these balling cars they had a Countach in there they had a pantera which was freaking awesome and just tons of classic cars and all this sort of stuff so i always forget about the pantera yeah, there, there's one over... Duncan's got one over at their spot in Christiansburg. Really? Yeah, I would... Oh. Just a, That's the first Pantera I've ever seen in person out. was over Yeah, there. I've never seen one in person. Same thing, free-to-go tour. Uh, and it's, frankly, maybe even a more impressive collection than what they had over there, but totally different because it's it's a lot of European stuff. You yeah. Know? Actually, there's a lot of European stuff over at Duncan. But, so we did that, and then we go to the brewery, and I didn't... I'm a cheap ass, and I don't want to pay the $10 a day to have my phone... Yeah. Working with normal days, so you need Wi-Fi. So luckily, Wi-Fi is pretty readily available, but you think, okay, I'll just look at Google Maps to find whatever. We had to take the scenic route to look for the brewery, and we're walking, and I'm not seeing anything, and then it's next you know, it says that we passed it. We asked some people. Oh, They're no. like, we don't know anything about a brewery. So, and I've made this mistake before. You know, I went online to see what time they opened and everything. The spot that we went to, it's just, it's the brewery. It's, there's no tap room or nothing like that. So it's just the brewery. It's just the brewery. So I'm like, oh, a bunch man. of brewery workers confused. Like, yeah. what the hell are you doing here? It's like ring the doorbell, you know, and somebody, some guy comes with this big suit. And I'm you like, better oh, have my hops. So, but luckily the guy was like, well, I was like, do you, you guys don't have, do you have any beer here that we can get? He was like, well, you can order online and then pick it up here. I'm like, you got any Wi-Fi that I can hop on? So he's just like, hang on a second. And he went and grabbed this other guy that brought us in and just basically sat there with like an iPad and was like, we got this, we got this, and let me just pick and choose. And thankfully, it was all singles. I was like, what do you have that's not cold yet? So I can bring that stuff back to the States. Colds. I was like, and what's cold that we can just drink you know, here? So I got some, some cold ones for me and Hank. And then I was like, well, where's the nearest place we can drink these? He was like, you're in Berlin. Walk outside and drink it. So I was like, all right. You don't got to twist. Right. I had seen people drinking on the street. I wasn't too sure if but that was cool or not. So but. much conditioning that like you, you almost feel like you're getting away with something naughty. Yeah. So, but that brewery is definitely, definitely to me, the standout. We did go to a few other ones right next to our hotel. There was half a block up. There was a brewery. So we actually went there the first night and then we went again. I went again because I wanted to grab some beers to go, but <laughs> The inside was closed. The outside was open that, you know, I was able to get some cold beers from there to go. But the stuff I wanted to take, the specialty beers that I wanted to order, I had to get inside, but it was still closed. So I actually didn't end up getting that brewery. So I'm not even going to give them a shout out or anything. So I, I, I do have a question. Does does your accent get the mileage in Germany that it does in the UK? No. No? No. No, nobody cares. It, it, well, it's also, uh, you know, Berlin... It's a tourist destination. Exactly. Used to it. Berlin yeah. and Prague, they're used to that. When I, where I was going in like Scotland, it was more rare, you know, more of a standout. But all right, so let's talk Berlin a little bit. I mean, it was weird because it was, you're walking around and you're seeing all these like historic, old school looking buildings. And we did a, we did a walking tour and it confirmed what I thought. These are all just like, replicas are re- rebuilt because all this stuff got destroyed yep. in World War II. Everything. Apparently there are, if, if I remember correctly, there were three or maybe four buildings that remain standing. Everything else got blown to smithereens oh, and yeah. they had to just rebuild. So 
it was kind of weird. It was like, this is all fake. Or it's not, it's, it, it's there. We had it perfect like, the first time, rebuilt yeah. it exactly the way it was. So that was a little bit funny. The other thing that also was a, a standout to me of Berlin is a lot of graffiti. I mean, everywhere there was just graffiti. And it was, I mean, they had some of the good graffiti that's just like, oh, that's beautiful. That's awesome. But just the dumb, just like crappy spray paint, just tags. That kind of put me off a bit. And it made you just feel like, oh, am I in a bad area of Berlin or something? But it was everywhere. I, I, yeah. I, growing up, spending a lot of time in, in, in the D.C. area, it's something that I always like. When you see good graffiti, you take note of it and you kind of like there's that little like robot in downtown Radford on Main Street that's like up above the I always love seeing that. But yeah, there is there is to a certain extent like I hate the one that drives me absolutely nuts is like tag artists who feel the need to just like their whole tag is just their name. Like mm-hmm. we, we, are you in fifth grade? Like next you're gonna do that stupid S. Now that if I saw that done really big and awesomely, <laughs> on a, I would actually probably I would appreciate that. But so we did we did the typical touristy stuff. We went to like Checkpoint Charlie, which for those that don't know, uh, the, the wall there is the wall in Berlin, which there's a long section of it that's still standing. And then throughout the whole city, if you look down just at the street every now and then, you'll cross. Be, there's just like a marking of where the wall was, you know, just sort of bricks. You know, so that's kind of cool. And Checkpoint Charlie is the spot that was the U.S.'s, I guess, crossing point of the wall. So we went and saw that. We went into the tour of a bunker, which was w- one of the s- buildings that, I mean, that survived. Yeah. Uh, it did. I think we did it's bomb a bunker. It. it damn well better. Yeah. Well, the ceiling of the bunker was six meters thick. So that's, you know... 12 feet thick, I guess. No, no, 18 feet thick. And apparently the U.S. did drop a bomb on it, and it got about three meters. It blew. So if we maybe dropped two right there, we might have broke through. But um, it was was interesting seeing the the bunker. It also had a layout of what Hitler's bunker looked like and his his room, you know, where he was. A lot of, learned a lot about Hitler. Didn't realize that there were 44 attempts on his life, and obviously none of them worked. It was him that <laughs> that did himself in. And the actual bunker that he killed himself in, you know, it's a bunker, it's underground anyways, yeah. but it's been destroyed, and essentially there's no monument, nothing there. There's just It's just under a parking yeah. lot because they don't want to, you know. Yeah, they, I mean, I, I'm shocked that they're, from my understanding, they kind of try and not talk about that much so i'm shocked that there is that much historical tourism surrounding it well on the walking tour that we did he did take us to that parking lot but we were going to go to that <laughs> area anyway. I mean, everything is over there interesting enough the lot the parking lot that you know is essentially a non you know whatever because that's where hitler died literally right across the street is where they did the like holocaust memorial thing yeah so that's I don't know, I guess slightly it's, ironic. or It's kind of cool. I like that. Mm-hmm. Is it the parking lot for the, the Holocaust Memorial? I mean... Or is it like the I think parking lot I think for like a Kinko's? No, it's it's for like a, an apartment building, I think, right <laughs> next next to it or something. So, Good. Um, Good. He, he, he doesn't deserve nice things. So we saw all that. We went to an ice bar. I've never been to one of those before. Have you? No. So... 
Was it was it cold? It was cool. I mean, it was an entire <laughs> bar made of ice, as you would imagine. The bar and like they had all these little figurines, you know, ice sculptures and stuff you could take pictures with and whatnot. The glass that you got to drink your beer out of was made of ice. So that was kind of cool Except until it's got melted through and I was my, gonna say, my beer started dripping. Yeah, like you got to drink worked fast. Out, that worked out great, though, because, um, you know, I, I started to drink it and I got about, you know, a few sips down and then I noticed it was dripping. So I was like, oh, let me take a couple more chugs and then go ask for a new glass and a glass of beer. So I almost got a free half a beer out of that. So that worked out fairly well. The, the thing about that that intrigues me the most is like, I, I, I don't know if you're like me. There are certain things that like just kind of give me like a, a visceral reaction, like nails on a chalkboard or cereal with water. Ice in a beer would give me that same reaction, but your whole cup was ice. Yeah, that's different. It's, it's, it was essentially kind of like when you get a, a mug out of a freezer. Okay. It was similar to that, I guess. Cause it, and actually not, I guess, I guess, yeah, because it's not ice in your beer and it, ice is melting. You're in a freezer. That's not melting. Okay. So it's just keeping it even more super cold. And of course you had gloves to hold it, so you weren't Did they provide gloves or did you have to bring yeah, them? No, no, no. They had they gave you gloves and they gave you like a jacket. This but is your drinking kit. It was and you had they basically you would every half hour you they'd cycle through with like a group. So they knew that you weren't gonna be in there longer than a half hour because everybody's like, All right, I think I'm done here. You get two drinks <laughs> while you're in there and you're just you're just down and it just So like your your two drinks while you're in there, like are those included in the cost of admission? Yes. So you basically just pay like a flat fee and then they've got these you, Yeah, you you actually get three drinks. You get you put you pay a flat fee and you get one drink at the bar, regular bar, kinda like while you're waiting, and you can pick to through, like, you up. a cocktail menu. I one of their Signature cocktails, which I got, and it was disgusting. Um, or you can get like a beer, and then you go in, and then once you go in, you can choose between either a beer or uh, like a little shooter kind of a deal, gotcha. and you can get one or two of each, two of two of one or one of one of each or whatever. So that was that was pretty cool, literally, literally cool. And then one of the other big things that we did in Berlin was the Arctic Monkeys yes. were playing. I thought that was fascinating. Yeah, so the Arctic Monkeys are playing, and BB says she, she wants to go. And I'm looking at tickets, you know, over here, trying to see what's what. It's sold out. I'm looking on the secondary market, and they are quite expensive. And I'm like, I'm not trying to pay this. I'll just do it. And this has worked for us in the past when it says it's sold out and the secondary market's expensive. You just go and scalp your way in day yeah. of. So that was the game plan. So we go, and I'm actually, I'm still kind of keeping a day of, I'm looking to see if sometimes the prices go down online, and I did see some seats that they got better, better seats, they were a little cheaper, and hindsight, I should have grabbed them, because when we got to the venue to try and scalp our way in, every per- we saw multiple people holding up signs, but everybody was just looking for tickets. There was zero people selling tickets outside Dang. the venue. There was, it was a legit sellout. So we just hop in a nearby bar to get Wi-Fi, scramble through the secondary, found some on StubHub. They were like pretty high up seats and pretty high price, but it got us in the door and uh, we got to see the Arctic Monkeys, which was pretty cool. I mean, yeah, that's that's a killer show and to go to a show in Berlin, that's uh would be a bucket list item. It was the item. Mercedes-Benz Arena. I think it was a 77,000 venue and then that's I think that's the normal seats. Now you got to imagine 
it's not all full because of the seats that aren't used behind the band, but then the floor's open. So it might even have been more than that. I, I don't know, but it was sold out, man. It was packed. So pretty uh pretty awesome there getting to go see a band live, a live band over there, which we will uh we'll go ahead and play some Arctic Monkeys here in just a second. But first I think we should untap these beers, man. Uh, how are you liking the, I already forgot, gold? gold the gold. Uh, it's imperial stout with coffee and coconut. This thing is dangerous. Um, it's like drinking a Girl Scout cookie. It was up there in ABV too, wasn't it? Yeah, 10%. Yeah. That's, that's why it's so dangerous. Like you can't really detect it that much. Um, it's damn delicious. I, I, I think coconut's an underrated flavor, particularly when paired with coffee. I think you're going to hate it. Really, I, I confidently believe that it's too, this too may not be your jam, but yeah, yeah it, it it I I'm gonna give it a four seven five. All right, four seven five, not too shabby of a rating on the Untapped scale. Which, if you're friends with me on Untapped, you saw I uh, I was drinking a lot of beer when I was over in Europe, so you might even had an idea of what I was doing and and whatnot. But uh, Dres drinks is my handle. Uh, Big Nate Danger across from me. The uh, do Dolio, I want to say like I guess it's Dolio, Dolio, I'm Berlin. Um, so this beer, it's this is much better than any of the other stuff that I had at this brewery, and twelve percent, a nice hearty ABV. Usually, I would save these beers for probably the last segment, but we're gonna kind of do it reverse because I'm doing it in in trip order. I went to Berlin first, then Prague. We'll do Prague beers here coming up, but this is delicious, man. I mean. Definitely a nice, hearty, dark beer. The lacing is how you would expect. The malt is is delicious. Nice and malty. I know it said French oak barrels. Uh, I'm not too sure what was maybe in those barrels. I would like to know that. but Cognac. That's going to be my guess. Maybe. You might be right. Either way, this is good. This is, again, one of the best beers. In the- I'm going to give it a 475 as well. Uh, I do have another of this kind of series uh, that I'm saving for the next B3S booze bag bottle share that we might be doing here in a couple weeks. So here's what we do. We're going to play some Arctic Monkeys. We're going to come back, and now we're going to drink some Prague beers. It's a uh, Bruise Day Tuesday. I'm back. Surprisingly not jet lagging as bad that as I would have thought. Shocks the hell out of me. And, of course, there was the big run, so we can uh, delve we'll into that, We can talk a little bit about that eventually, too. So we'll come back. We'll drink some Prague beers. It's Bruise Day Tuesday here on 105.3 The Bear. Stick around.